0: It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Oh, good day, everybody. I hope that you are not melting completely.
1: This heat is ridiculous. I mean, it's going to be 43 degrees Celsius today. I, if you're an American listening right now, 43 degrees Celsius is its over 100. It's I 100.
0: Think, right? Yeah, it's 100-ish. It's 100-ish. I, I, yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine from Texas that was like, Okay, Canadian, like who cares kind of thing. I'm like, hey, shut up, Bob. We are not used to these temperatures. It is not normal for us, okay? I was just talking to, to uh, uh, Jesse. Jesse is on, uh, we do a FM morning show. I hope you get the chance to check it out at 915 The Beat in Kitchener. You can find us online, stream us there. And our brother station, Dave FM, Jesse's on that. And Jesse said today, of all the days, she planned this afternoon to go on a date. Stop. A dog walking date. I was like, Is that that's a just thing. Rude. Do people do that? Yeah. So apparently that's a thing. They, I forgot, I didn't really ask where they met up because I always feel like that's, I don't know what you, but I always feel like that's such a personal question to ask someone because some people are like a little more embarrassed maybe to be like, to talk about who, how they meet the people that they're going on a date with. But they decided for their first date to go on a walk with their dogs.
1: Um, does Jessie have a dog? I know she's got a cat. I
0: think she does, yes. And I'm not sure if the dog. Is, yeah, yeah. I, th- I mean, she says she has a dog. So, yes. But I don't know if the dog lives with her because I know she's got her own place or maybe her parents house the dog because I know she got the cat. Uh, yeah, I think that the dog is with her too. But it's a big, fluffy dog. And she's like, I don't want to bring the dog. And neither do I. I mean, I, I, I walk Leo as soon as I get home in the summertime because it's too hot in the afternoon to take him for a walk. And. It would be horrible for the poor dog. And then the dog is also kind of on a blind, blind date with that other dog. Yeah. Like, do they even about like that Forget about you people.
1: Dog? You people can figure it out. Yeah. You guys can, uh, I don't know, you can fuck around on that new uh, chat on Instagram or, or uh, Tinder. Tinder. Yeah. They've got a video chat on Tinder now. That's ridiculous. That is the dumbest idea. Uh, a lot's going to go wrong there. Um, oh, and you have to consent, by the way, when you use it, that you won't be doing explicit shit. Okay, all right, that's going to work. But anyway, yeah, people can figure it out. The dogs, they're just kind of stuck with wherever you take them. So let's say, for example, you do do a dog walking date. And maybe your dog's into that other dog. Maybe they feel a little weird taking a shit in front of that other dog because they just met. Okay, well, you've made it weird for them. Congratulations, because that's what the dogs like to do on a walk. Poop. Yep. Oh, and that other dog might be an asshole. And yes. they're stuck with that other dog because you're trying to get laid. Yes. Like, stop. So
0: many things could go. I feel like that is a scenario where it sounds <laughs> It sounds cute, right? It sounds like the beginning of a romantic comedy, doesn't it? Like, oh, we our first date is this dog meetup. But you're absolutely right. There is shit to pick up, literally. Dogs just panting. You got to bring water to make sure that you keep your dog healthy. So anyway, I told her scrap it. And she said she might. She might scrap it or opt to do something. Else, But come on. Just tell
1: them the truth. No. I yeah. like my dog a lot better than any other person. Yeah. So I really don't see you topping this. We'll go on a date when the pandemic's over. For now, I'm just going to chill with the dog.
0: Yeah. 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 Ups- I think that's the Freak- way to go. Lutely.
1: Um, <laughs> Good luck to Jesse on her date. I'm curious to hear how it goes. So you get the gossip and you I fill will. me in tomorrow.
0: I will bring you an update tomorrow.
1: I love it. Uh, let's talk about what came down yesterday from the federal government. Canada... Is up shits creek, everybody. It's really, 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 really bad. The deficit. People understand what a deficit is, right? Oh, deficit oh, I is think how so. much more you're spending it, than yeah. you bring in.
0: It's basically yeah, exactly when you go into uh, what is it when you go in your bank account, it. Uh,
1: it's like a negative balance.
0: Yeah, exactly. There's a there's a overdraft, word for it, but basically it's the entire overdraft. It's the entire country going into
1: overdraft is what it is. So the overdraft for the country is $343 billion. Then we've got the actual debt. This is how much we owe. $1.2 trillion. First time we've ever had a debt in the trillions. It's the highest our debt has been, by the way, or sorry, our deficit has been since the Second World War. The financial crisis of 2009, where people were losing their houses and foreclosures and unemployment was at like eight percent right now unemployment's at 11 percent mm-hmm. it's pretty bad the difference is we weren't handing out free money to people during the financial crisis That's right. and now we are during the pandemic it's um, maybe a change of policy as a country. Uh, the government says, this is Bill Morneau, who's about as interesting as watching paint dry, by the way. Uh, that's the like, worst.
0: That's as hard for me, as that I am interested in the outcome, which is why I like your take on the things the next day. Because trying to watch these conferences sometimes, oh, give me a break.
1: Bill Morneau is slightly less interesting than all of the spoons in your drawer in the kitchen. <laughs> He's so bad. Uh, in any case, he says... The money spent over the past few months on the pandemic was designed to ensure Canadians survive the economic downturn. And then the prime minister, who did a preemptive news conference yesterday, he came out basically to soften the blow, to warn everybody. You're going to get some bad news today. We had to do it. Don't freak out when you see the number. Don't panic. Well, people are panicking. The prime minister says the cost of doing nothing would have been far greater. And I found that extremely ironic that the cost of doing nothing would have been greater because the whole beginning of this pandemic was a bunch of doing nothing. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about doing nothing would have cost us more? Doing something at the beginning might have saved us about $250 billion. Uh, Andrew Shear. I'm not a huge fan of Andrew Scheer. I'll be perfectly honest with you. August 21st, he is gone as leader of the federal conservatives, and it will be uh, Leslin Lewis or Aaron O'Toole or Peter McKay likely leading the party. Um, Andrew Shear, though, still has to be the leader of the official opposition. He says the government failed Canadians. They were wrong to leave our borders open as long as they did. They were wrong. When they said we don't need that enhanced airport screening and then eventually put it in. They were wrong when they said you don't need to wear a mask. They were wrong when they didn't fix the gaps in their own programs. And even though I don't like the guy very much, that's certainly a popular take. There's a lot of people who hear what Shear says and then look at the size of that fucking deficit and say, yeah, you know what? I mean, it didn't have to be that bad. It didn't have to be like this if we would have closed the borders and had people wearing masks all along and all the other things that have been done since they said we shouldn't do them then we wouldn't be in this predicament. Mm -hmm. Uh, No matter how you fall, because generally people seem to be split along their political views. If you're a liberal, you think this is great. If you're a conservative, you think, uh, holy shit, it's the end of the world. If you're a new Democrat, you're thinking, keep the money going, let's keep spending. That's the way it seems anyway. Then uh, you'll probably have a different opinion on this. In any case, it's pretty bad. In fact, I don't see how we could ever get out of debt. It will take... Generations to well, get out of a 1.2 trillion dollar debt.
0: This is this is the thing. Is this is our debt a, to
1: GDP is over six yeah. percent right now? So this
0: is a one of a kind situation. I mean, it, it's never happened at this magnitude before. And by the way, we should also mention it's not necessarily the end here. Oh, this no. is not the end. No. So is there not something that the world can come together and decide upon? Uh, it, for, like to deal with this because like you said this will take generations to to diffuse this how do we how, Is there not a reasonable conclusion we can come to and i there know is. the first thing that comes to a lot of people's mind is well, why can't we just say forget about it let's print some new money like is there not a way tell me if this is stupid okay you've you lived on this planet longer than me and you you, you might know if this is dumb or not so tell me is it not Maybe a good idea to just scrap this debt situation that most countries are finding themselves in. Start fresh. But what you do is, because I know there's a money in circulation issue, perhaps, is there? I don't know. But if there is, we, I don't know, somehow find a way to deduct cash flow in other areas. But basically, you don't have to pay back all this money. This was not a human error. This was, well, okay, that could be argued, I suppose. But It's not like any of us, you and me, should really be paying for this. We didn't fucking do anything wrong.
1: No, we didn't do anything wrong. That's one of the things that I'd like to stress to everybody. Kat's absolutely right. We didn't do anything wrong. It was our leaders uh, and around the world, those leaders. And probably it all started at the top with the World Health Organization.
0: So what do we do? Like, if you were to come to a conclusion, would you just say, if you had the option to... Does it make sense to just say, whatever you owe, all the money you gave, fuck it. Like, don't worry about paying it back. Like, can we not just do that? Why? Like, we live on this earth. We're all just people living on this earth. We can create the rules. Why can't we just say, let everybody keep that money and let's start fresh? I don't understand.
1: Because there's some very wealthy people in the world, the top 0.0001% that are calling the shots in a lot of cases. Um, what you're suggesting is not necessarily a bad idea, though. Basically, how it would work if we could get everybody on board is all debt forever is forgiven. Meaning if uh, Canada owes $1.2 trillion and the Americans owe $3 trillion and the, I don't know, the Germans owe $1.5 trillion and the Australians owe in the billions, however it is, all debt is forgiven. Everything on the old system is gone. We're going to create one, just one, new universal currency that every person, no matter where in the world you live, uses. Maybe it's based on the American dollar. Maybe it's based on the yen. Maybe it's based on the, the whatever. But there has to be a, for that to work, everybody has to agree, what we spent, we spent. We're all starting over again. Mm-hmm. And however much you had in the bank is how much your country now has to get started. And you can either lower taxes in your country, which nobody will, or you can raise taxes in your country to better prepare yourselves for the new world order. But the new world order involves one currency. Nobody has any debt to start. We're going off on a new foot, in a new direction. Everybody's equal. And then countries can tax or spend however they want. Some of them will go right back into debt because they don't give a shit. These elected leaders seem to think that that money is theirs. It's not. It belongs to the taxpayers. And they spend it like it's theirs or like it doesn't matter. Maybe they should start getting collection calls. How -hmm. long until somebody, in the same way that Visa will phone us when we are late on our credit card payment, Mm -hmm. or they'll say, we've noticed some unusual spending on your account. Maybe somebody should be phoning Trudeau up there at Rideau Cottage and say, what the fuck, dude? You owe us money. Maybe somebody needs to shake him down and say, hey, hey, pay your fucking bills. (laughs) Maybe that's what it's going to take for people to take debt seriously. But since they don't seem to take it seriously, we can either do what I just said, or actually it was your idea, Kat, that we just start over and all debt around the world in every country is forgiven. Just forgive us all. Everybody gets forgiven and we just start off fresh. Or the other option is we as a nation ourselves, as Canada, say, we can never pay this back. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation, Kat, where you looked at your bank account and then you looked at how much money you were making every month, and then you looked at how much debt you had, your credit cards, your line of credit. But there's a lot of people who are so far underwater, they don't see a way that they're going to get out of the debt they're in. Mm-hmm. So they say, fuck it. I've got five grand left on my, uh, on my credit line. I'm just going to go and spend it because I'll never get out of debt anyway. So I might as well enjoy my time here before I file for bankruptcy. And they'll just go on a shopping spree. I think Canada should do the exact same thing. $1.2 trillion in debt? Fuck it. Yeah. You know what? We're never going to be able to pay it back. So let's go down to the Caribbean and, and buy an island. Let's go to Turks and Caicos and say, hey, guys, you know what? You're dealing with shit here, and you've got some debt. we got a lot of debt. How about you guys just become part of Canada? We'll help bail you guys out because we're not going to pay the money back anyway. Fuck it. Just become part of Canada. It'll be a province. We can take a domestic flight down to Turks and Caicos. Isn't that a good idea?
0: I love that And you know what else?
1: Buy a fucking Tesla for everybody. We want to get serious about uh, being green? All right. Let's get rid of the fossil fuels. We're not paying it back anyway, so fuck it. Everybody gets a Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Free <laughs> free dental <laughs> yep, care for like everybody.
0: This. What else can I get
1: Free dental care. Because okay. you know what? It's stupid. There's a lot of people who don't go to the dentist because they can't afford to go to the dentist, yet everybody seems to agree that if you have an unhealthy mouth, you're unhealthy. There, It makes no sense yeah. that we have free health care, but we don't include dental care.
0: Yeah, it's you know what? It, and, and a lot of people will tell you, especially talk to the dental hygienist and talk to the dentists, that can lead to a lot of other issues in your entire body. So you're damn right. Your eye care is, is the same thing, by the way. If you don't take proper care of your eyes... Your eyes can tell you a lot more about your body. Let's put it that way. So if that's not covered, if you have to go through benefits and whatnot, there's people missing out on that and their teeth. That can tell you a lot about the rest of your body for those who don't know. So all of those things should be included. There's so many things that are wrong. We need to just blow the shit up and start fresh. I just feel like the way that the world is just because it's been this way doesn't mean it works this way.
1: Absolutely. Start over and stop caring about the debt. It seems like we don't care anyway, right? I mean, we we all saw the election when uh, Justin Trudeau beat Stephen Harper and Justin Trudeau took over as the prime minister and he did the whole the budgetal balance itself thing. And I'm not going to shit on Trudeau here. He's he is what he is. He's not a particularly smart individual. He was just smart enough to surround himself with people that are. So uh, they basically told him, yeah, whatever. You're going to say this during the campaign, but we're actually going to spend and do this and do that and whatever with the money. Okay, fine. But let's just stop lying about it. Let's just say, yeah, we don't give a shit about the debt. We don't care. We're just going to keep spending because we'll never pay it back anyway. So fuck it. We might as well have nice shit. You know what? If I had a, a credit card that had no limit on it and no reasonable prospect of ever being able to pay it back anyway, I'd buy myself a private jet. I'd buy myself a big mansion in the bridal path because you know what? Who gives a shit? Yeah. You can't pay it back, so just keep spending. I, it, it's going to sound ridiculous to some people. Some people listening to this are like, you can't do that. No, you absolutely can. Let's just keep spending until somebody comes to us and says, uh, you guys owe us some cash, and we'll figure it out then. Then we'll start selling stuff off like, eh, well, can't really pay you back right now. It's kind of a bad time. We had a lot of people lose their job here, so I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to give you guys a whole bunch of barrels of oil because we've got we're swimming in that shit and nobody's buying it anyway. So we'll give you some oil or you know what? You can take one of our territories in the north. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we, we we got texts, by the way. when We, we
1: sell off Nunavut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. We it. actually have a lot of listeners in Nunavut.
0: Yeah, that's great. Look, we, we talked about it briefly th- this morning. Um, not as in-depth, but even when we talked about it briefly, we got texts. I, I was shocked. I thought people are going to think that this is so stupid. Um, you know, it's so unrealistic to blow shit up, start fresh, or to just spend a ton of money. What a dumb idea. We got nothing but supportive people. And sure, some of them might have been just like sarcastic, but agreeing still uh tech saying things like in all honesty you have to spend money to make money and if we want to be at the stage where we're making money we have to think about those investments as a country as a city even as a province even whatever the case is to make sure that we can make that money going forward
1: which makes sense right that makes sense to me sure absolutely spend to make the problem is governments are horrible at business they have no idea what that means they don't understand that if you if you're a pizza restaurant for example if you have one pizza oven you can make so many pizzas you sell them at this price and you make so much money but if you invested and bought a second pizza oven you could in essence double your output that's double the money we don't think like that because we have a bunch of fucking morons That make the decisions, whether it's the elected ones or just the bureaucrats that have got lifelong jobs that are protected. Somebody's not thinking clearly when they make these decisions. But that's how we should think. We should have business people running the show because they know how to do it. It does take money to make money. Uh, Anyway, it's pretty bad. It's really bad. And one of the things that I'm trying to figure out is how much of this is political, because I'm trying to look through the political spin. And Kat, the spin is crazy. Let me give you a prime example. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. People in America? <laughs> oh, boy. Really? We're going to go there, are we? Well, you know, I don't want to turn this into a Trump thing because, frankly, I don't want to spend my whole day dealing with angry DMs. But I will say that... Uh, Down in the U.S., they just hit 3 million confirmed coronavirus infections. It's crazy. And now there are some people, I think it was the Department of Health. Yeah, it was the health department in Oklahoma. You remember Donald Trump did that rally where there weren't actually a lot of people at the rally, less than they expected. That's right. Yes, I do remember that. Now they're trying to say that because of that rally, they have 500 new COVID-19 infections. That rally, there was uh, not as many people as expected, but still thousands of people. And a lot of them weren't wearing masks. And they are directly at public health there tying that back to the Trump rally. Okay, but no one yet has even drawn one case back to those massive... Black Lives Matter rallies that took place all across America with thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people not distanced and not wearing masks. So how can you tell me that that one rally in Tulsa created 500 infections in an hour, but zero came from all the rallies and marches and protests that took place across America? It doesn't make sense. And that's just political spin. I mean, hey. If they can truly say not one case came from those rallies, all right, I guess I was wrong. If they truly think that 500 cases came from a half-empty arena, okay, I'll admit I'm wrong. But it seems like there's a political agenda at play here, and that's the worst thing that can happen right now. Mm -hmm. Take the politics out of it, deal with the problem. Politically, we can sort it out later. Well, America doesn't really have a later because they're up shit's Creek right now. I mean, three million infections, 130,000 dead. And they're going into a presidential election where it seems like they want to have American election style rallies. And then look at the inauguration that's going to happen in January. I mean, there's a lot of occasions coming up where people are going to gather. But uh, that's the take on coronavirus for today. Um, somebody pointed out to me this morning that Halloween this year is going to be very, very different. And it sucks because this Halloween is set to be a good one. Halloween this year is on a Saturday. People have been lobbying for that. Change the law. I Make Halloween on, on the last Saturday of yes, October. I want
0: it to only be on a Friday or Saturday. But, I mean, I'm biased. I get up early. I, 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 don't, I also just don't love Halloween.
1: <laughs> well, people don't want to go to a party on a Tuesday night and then have to go to work on a Wednesday morning with their their witch makeup still on their face and shit like that, and their cat whiskers that they painted on. So what do we do? Well, Halloween is on a Saturday this year, and it's a full moon on Halloween, and that's the weekend the clocks go back. So if you're at a Halloween party, you you let the kids go out trick-or-treating, and then you go out and have a party yourself, you actually get an extra hour of partying because at 2 a.m. it goes back to 1 a.m., And I don't think we're going to be able to take advantage of it this year.
0: No, no. Figures this year. I mean, there's going to be people listening, by the way. I know, I know, that are saying, guys, it's too early to talk about Halloween. But is it really? Because I recall when this whole pandemic went down, it was March. And I was talking about the summertime. And people were saying, oh, guys, it won't be around in the summertime. We won't need to talk. And lo and fucking behold, here we are on July 9th. Okay? So, yes, we do need to think about it. And think about your regular, usual Halloween. Knock, knock, knock. Trick or treat. Give me the candy, stranger friend. Thanks so much. (laughs) Trick or treat. Happy Halloween. You think that's going to happen? You think people are going to be physically handing out candy to little children amidst a pandemic if the pandemic is still in effect, which it will be. I mean, I'd love to think it's just going to poof and disappear. It won't. Uh, We're going to have to change it. So the question will be, what do we change it to and what does it look like? Do we leave out bowls of candy in front of our house and have the kids just circulate in the neighborhood and keep distance? Maybe that's the best way to do it. But you're not going to get that face-to-face contact. And even then, what parents are going to be like, dig your hand in that bowl of fucking Kit Kats and you grab one, kid, and you eat it? I'm a little hesitant. No, I'm not going to lie.
1: It's very scary to think about the what-ifs and the possibilities. Kids are going to have to be very, very, very well-trained if they actually go out trick-or-treating. I have a feeling it's going to be more um, uh, like we do it if it's uh, like raining out or there's a snowstorm on Halloween. where You go to the house beside you, then you go to the other house, then you take it home. Parents inspect the shit out of it, probably run it under a blacklight or something like that. Yeah. And then... Right. You get it. But it's going to be one of those deals where you go out and buy a ton of candy and end up eating it yourself. Because I don't think there's many people coming to your door this year to trick or treat. I
0: don't think so either. I just don't see it that way. Maybe we trick or treat with our bubbles only. And that's our allowance is, hey, you got a bubble? Go to each other's houses. That's it. I- I the know. only way
1: it can work, right?
0: Sure. I mean, at least there will be something. I think that we'll be able to salvage some kind of a Halloween this year. But again, it just not. Go- it, we know it's not going to look the same. There's no freaking way by October that we're going to be able to do that. There's no way.
1: You're wearing a mask when you go out now, I assume?
0: Yes, I've been wearing a mask pretty much the whole time, kind of bracing for what's to come here in the region that I live in, in Kitchener-Waterloo, where sure enough, we're going to have to start wearing masks. It's going to be a half to thing, uh, mandatory in, in, indoors. What's going to be strange for me, the only difference for me really with this coming into effect on Monday, is I have to wear a mask in this building we work in. So really? If I have to go pee, which is outside the doors of Chorus Kitchener, where I work... I have to wear a mask from the door to Chorus Kitchener into the bathroom, I assume, while I'm using the facility, obviously, because it's not like you're going to take it off what you're in there and what, set it down in a public bathroom? No. Ew. Use, exactly, use the washroom, wash my hands thoroughly, as I've always been doing, go back into Chorus, and at that point, I can take the mask off.
1: Hmm. It's weird. I got to get in the habit of carrying them around with me. I was in a good habit and then I washed them and then I forgot to throw them back in the car. And sure enough, just the other day, it was an example that I used here in the podcast. I went to get gas and I paid at the pump, but then I realized, oh, I need something inside the actual gas station, like milk or something shitty like that. I couldn't go in and get it because I didn't have a mask. And that particular gas station had a policy. No mask, no service. Wow. Hey, wow. I'm glad they're taking a firm stance on it. It was inconvenient for me at the time. But what I didn't do was whip out the camera and start filming people and trying to shame them. That's bullshit. You gotta
0: stop doing that, please, people.
1: You're trampling on my rights. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're not. You don't have to go into that indoor facility. There's lots of places you can go without a mask if you really don't want to wear a mask. You don't need to to be an asshole and start filming people and, and all the other shit that's been going on, trying to shame people because they're telling you to wear a mask and you don't want to. You know what? Uh, that guy that's working at the, the Husky gas station did, did not have anything to do with the law. Yeah, Not on city he council. Stop, yeah, He's not a medical <laughs> officer of health. Stop shitting on people that don't actually have anything to do with the decisions. If you don't like the fact that you go into a store even though it's not law yet, that makes you wear a mask, tough. Don't go into that store. It's just the way it was decided. And the person who's at the front door is probably not the person who made that decision. So stop shitting on everybody for that sort of stuff.
0: You're darn right. You're darn right. And by the way, and the people that are shitting on people... All over social media need to stop too, because you heard from a friend of a friend who uh, thought something up about mask wearing it doesn't make you a fucking expert because you googled something for crying out loud doesn't make you an expert. Let's just listen to the people who have done this who have studied this for their lifetimes, basically okay that's the people that are in charge right now. Let them do their thing it's not if it's not physically harming you, just just shut up and wear the mask. Just wear the mask. a
1: couple of little things I want to squeeze in here first off, lays is releasing five new types of chips, limited time only. They say these are based on popular restaurant dishes. So these are the five new Lay's flavors. And then I'm going to tell you the problem with it. New York style pizza, Nashville hot chicken, Philly cheesesteak, carnitas street tacos, and chili relleno. All of them inspired after different restaurants. The problem they sound delicious and they're not available in Canada. No. I'm so sick of shit being available in America that's not available in but Canada. Hey, but to
0: be fair, everything you mentioned is very American.
1: All of that Jelly is steaks American. steaks are available everywhere. So's New York style pizza. Come on.
0: I don't, I don't know of any. I don't think I've ever had any of the, the above other than maybe, uh, what did you say, chilies? I think I had that when I was in the falls. They have one in the falls, don't they?
1: Uh, no, it's Chili Releno. That was inspired by Cochina Azul in oh. Albuquerque, New Mexico.
0: Yo, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, no. See, none of that, I mean, it wouldn't resonate with us. When we do things here in Canada with Lay's, they will make it known. Like, anything you see that you're like, do we have that flavor? The answer is usually no, because unless it's about Canada, remember when they did the all-Canadian chip contest thing? We had we had them sent to us at the time. Remember, it was like someone tried to create like a moose maple chip which was fucking terrible yeah and whatever poutine it's always the same kind of things those are the kind of things that we have here but no unfortunately as well on top of that to add the icing on the cake if that interests you scott it's so much harder to get those chips now
1: yeah that's frustrating now
0: even when they do release it try crossing the border just telling them you're going for the chips see how that goes (laughs) see how that goes for you. you an
1: essential service No, I just want chips. I'm hungry. (laughs) I mean, I think it's cool,
0: though. I I like when the companies... I I do, but I don't. like. For me, none of those ever sit well with me. None of the different flavorings... And I've said it before about like Oreos, for example. I fucking hate when they change things up. It's good as it is. Leave it alone. I understand. It's extra promotion. A couple people will pick up the bag. But I happen to know that when they do these strange flavors and weird contests, for example, and they switch things up, those sales actually aren't very good. Those sales numbers... Usually aren't very good, which is why you see it just slowly go away. It's why you see the shelves stacked with the usual things that people buy, like the regular and the salt and vinegar and the dill pickle and the you know, regular toastitos and all those things, because those are the classics that really do sell. They don't really make too much money off of it. It's a small blip of publicity, and then it kind of dies down.
1: Okay. Uh, last but certainly not least, is Kanye about to get locked up? Is he going to the loony bin? It seems like he's going crazy. I uh,
0: Well... <laughs> Okay, so here's the story from this morning was that it, it seems like, and this is TMZ. TMZ reported, remember when Kanye went on his first ram, like Twitter rampage, if you will? Yeah. Um, years ago. And we found it at that point, and he did come forward later to say, yes, I have bipolar disorder. Yes, I was not medicating myself. Uh, that's what happened. So TMZ, who is the same source that said he had bipolar, broke that story years ago, uh, now says his family and friends are are worried about him, and that's the truth. Because when he tweeted that he was going to run for president just last week, they did not know that that was going to happen. And he went on F- Forbes. It was like Forbes did some kind of live interview with him just yesterday, or the day before this week, at some point anyway. And he went on a bit of a of a rant, as he as Kanye does. Um, he says the gist of the rant was this. He doesn't like Donald Trump. He wants to make it clear he is no longer supporting Donald Trump. He does want to run for president. He says that is not false news. It is not for publicity. And in fact, he named a running mate uh, as he well. Did?
1: Oh, good. I was waiting for this announcement. Yeah.
0: So he he named a running mate. I'll tell you about that in a sec. This this uh, it, weird interview continued on where he talked about the coronavirus and he talked about um why 2020 is going the way that it is and anyway it it he basically said god hates us and that's why and he's punishing us and anyway it got people a little bit worried especially when that came out but he says and he claims that he is going to go forward with it and no i don't believe elon musk is that running mate it's actually a female and i'll try to find uh the name do you think if you were close with kanye west what would you even say to him at at this point (laughs)
1: stop you're worrying people you're scaring people unless this is all brilliant maybe he wants people to think he's some sort of an evil genius i get that impression from elon musk Uh, elon he makes people uncomfortable sometimes because he's very eccentric and and he has some weird little quirks i think it's brilliant i think it's brilliant i think it's all part of him creating the persona that he wants the image of him that he wants other people to see for whatever reason i think Kanye's the same i think kanye wants people to think he's a little off his rocker
0: you think so huh well we do know that he is set to still release um his album i believe of course I, he released a few <laughs> songs so that's i mean it is curious sure and it could just be coincidental he named uh michelle tidball as the person he wants running beside him um <laughs> the publication, uh, it says in this article, refers to her as an obscure preacher from Wyoming. So he knows her personally, I suppose.
1: That's a very good I, choice I, for a running mate. Wyoming should have been a safe state for him.
0: <laughs> so, I don't know, that's, that's Michelle Tidball. If you want to look her up, if you want to Google her and you care more to look into it. But that is who he's named as his VP running mate in this peculiar, strange interview that he did.
1: If he wins even one electoral college vote, I will be stunned. Even one. I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous, but uh, hopefully if he needs help, he's getting the help he needs because well, it seems like he's going pretty loopy. That's this the thing, uh, yeah. Yeah. insane publicity that he got over the last week because he decided to enter the U.S. presidential race. Uh, that's pretty strange. And that's if he's even in it. I mean, he can't be on the ballot in most states. He's got to be a write-in. Well, anybody can be a write-in. Sure. I could say I'm running for president of the United States. It's the same thing, really. So... Uh, is he running? Is he not running? Does he care? I'll bet he's going to get votes. As a write-in, he will probably get votes. Yeah, he will. Which he is... will get
0: some votes. But he's not going to do any campaign. He won't do, you don't think he'll do any physical campaigning, right? I mean, there's four months, by the way, for those running. Four months to go until they cast the ba- ballot.
1: I heard he's doing campaign events. Okay. They're going to be held in arenas where you pay about $200 per ticket to get in, and he just sings a whole bunch of songs. <laughs> that will be his campaign It's
0: called event. a concert. And that's right. how he's getting away with doing a concert. He's running for president. <laughs> of the united states it's brilliant probably
1: probably exactly what it is you know
0: what that's why this is why maroon 5 should start running for president so they can just get away with that concert so five seconds of summer should get away with it that way what other big name concerts do we have coming up all of them should just say they're running for president so they can get away with being in an arena
1: performing that's exactly what it is yeah all right folks we got to go thank you for checking out after nine we'll have another new edition for you coming out soon